Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Tea in Teachers, where we'll be talking about the good, the bad and the ugly of the teaching profession. And with me today is a wonderful teacher, an amazing teacher, a teacher whom I have known for a very long time. So please introduce yourself. Okay, thank you, Tolan. My name is Adewale. I am a teacher of about 10 years counting. I'm an IB teacher. I'm an IGCSE teacher, A-level, AS, and I'm a part-time teacher too in the university. So um, basically that's just a little about me. So when we're talking to you, we need to put some respect in your name because you (laughs) are not just a teacher. You are one of the the great teachers I know. So, and one of the qualified teachers I know. Thank thank you very much for honoring this. I'm grateful, Talon. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. So, our topic today is when I felt I have failed as a teacher. So, I'm going to ask you, has there been an event or something that happened or a thought that would have made you think you failed as a teacher? I would really want to know. Let me start by saying that I have to go into a very short introduction on um, or very short history over a short term line between this topic like i mentioned so if you say when i think i've failed as a teacher i'll say that um the teaching profession so to speak is some sort of a passion than you just getting into it based on economy though like i mentioned to people like i always tell people that of course your talent also should make way for you okay so your talent is a tool that should make way for you so first is about saying to yourself, why did I get into this profession? Why am I here? Is it because I don't know what to do? And this is the only thing that is available. So if you've been able to answer those questions, you should be able to also answer the question of at what point do I think I'm failing as a, uh, or I failed, yeah, as a teacher. If you look at the way teaching is globally, there's been history of people who are um, of Many teachers who are already dropping teaching. That's true. So, um, places like America, I mean, uh, there's, there was a story I was hearing, and um, I heard that teachers are being put in a cage, yeah, barricaded from the student. And, and I'm like, oh, what a, that's very pathetic. <laughs> and for me, I'll say, okay, how, how did we get here as people? How did we get here as educators? So, the first thing is understanding why am I here as a teacher? Um, because the truth is this, you will never know when you are failed as a teacher until when you get a feedback or when you do a self-reflection, so to speak. As a teacher, you must reflect all of the, all of the time. Like, for example, I do this in my lesson all of, most of the time. Don't let me say all of the time. There are times I go into my lessons with, with a camera. And I will record the session of my lesson. The reason why I'm recording that session, yeah, I I don't keep everything. Yeah, I don't keep everything. You know, I could see other people's lesson, but I can't see my own lesson because it's my lesson. Yeah. So the only way I can see my lesson is me going there with a camera and I record my session. And I come back and I say, oh, wow, I should have dealt with this situation better. We are dealing with a lot of things in the classroom. Classroom management is part of it. Even to the university level, there's what they call the classroom management. Definitely. And this is where I feel very sorry for the federal institution, yeah, 
like um, the federal schools and school owned by states. Um, I would use the Yoruba word. It's called Ogata Ogota, meaning that irregardless of what happened, either they're making profit, whatever happened, I'm going to get my own salary. And yes. if we sometimes go with this perception of mm, at the end of the month, my money will be paid. Trust me, you will not be delivering um, what you ought to deliver to the student. And maybe the reason why we see education the way it is currently. So there are times, I, I mean, like I was saying, I'll go in with my camera and I'm like, oh my goodness, I had a behavioral issue with this kid or with this child mm-hmm. or, with this, mm-hmm. or with this student. What went wrong? What did I do better? Okay, I shouted. I was very angry and... I put back at, the, at that time and I'm saying to myself, why was I this angry with this child? And I found out that a lot of time it's not even about the child. It's not yes. even about the student. It's about a lot of baggages we carry as a teacher. It's a lot of baggages we carry as a teacher. Like I say to people, being a teacher means that you're wearing a lot of hats. You're a mentor, you're a counselor, you are a preacher. At that time, you, I mean, you are the friend to the student. And like I also mentioned that, you know, in this teaching profession, I, I always refer to the, to the three F's. Yes. Okay. So you have to be fair. You have to be friendly. And at the same time, you have to be fair. So That's how, true. how do I combine those three F's together? I need to be fair. I need to be friendly. And I need to be firm. Yes. So at every point, I'm, I'm saying to myself, hey, this is my student I need to be friendly with. But this same child is, no, is, is still not my friend. Yes. I think teachers miss that because they want the children to like them. They not become firm. Exactly. So at this same time, I'm also thinking for me as a teacher, how do I, how do I take my emotions out from understanding that this child is a very amazing child and not comparing the same child with another child that is not doing exactly what I want in my class. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is where I think most teacher needs to start taking it from. So if most teacher can take it from there, you'll be able to pull back and say, mm, at this point of feedback, have I actually done amazingly well or have I failed in my delivery of whatever I am teaching? And yeah. I'll refer, I've forgotten the name of the author now. He said that students do not remember how best the subject you teach them. Students do not remember how best the subject you teach them, but they remember very well how you make them feel in the classroom. That's true. In the classroom. So, and I always throw this to teachers anytime we have, you know, this teacher's anger, like, oh, da, 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 this is what is happening to me. And I'm like, hey, uh, this child is ungrateful. I've put in so much effort in trying to raise this child, but this child is ungrateful. And I said to myself, how many times have you, as a teacher, who you are right now, visited the teachers who have taught you? Mm. So we must understand the fact that um, the first job as a teacher is being a gatekeeper. We are gatekeepers. More importantly, that we understand that we're gatekeepers. At the same time, we need to also take care of ourselves. Yeah, and that's the reason when I see people who complain and say, oh, I do not like the profession. I'm tired of the profession. And I'm sorry, unapologetically, I'll tell them, if you do not like the profession, please leave. Yeah, that's true. You can't do your work and be grumbling about it. You won't be productive. 
you, you will not be productive. You, you will not. But at the same, uh, at, at this same time, also I tell teachers and I mention to them that, hey, why are you not enjoying the profession? And if they will mention to you, they'll tell you, oh, we have a lot of things. The teacher salary, the this, the this, the this. So at this point, I could say that. So going back to your question, I'll just round it up there to say that to mention that. I feel that I've failed as a teacher if at every point or at any point that a child's need is not attended to, not a child's want. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between a want and a need. Go back to the word of God. The, the Bible says, train of a child in the way he should go. In the way he should go. And when he grows up, he will not depart from no. it. It is not train up a child in the way you want him to go. There's a way. A child ought to go so understanding every child in your classroom and that is why i say a lot of time also that most teachers should go for educational psychology understanding child psychology always so also will bring you back so i would brace it up with a story i remember when i was at green springs i used to have this kid who is very restless in my class every time he will come to my class and he will not allow me teach and at a certain point, I started visiting other classes and I found out that he was still very restless in every other classes he attended. So meaning that the restlessness or the not, the not paying up attention is general in every other classes. So, you know, I would have felt that, oh, maybe I'm failing. Okay. Yes. So at a certain point, I had to, con I, had to um, I felt that, oh, if I do not deliver or if I do not care for this child, because the truth is this. If a child is failing in your subject, you're failing as a teacher too. That's if a child but is I would failing, say but there. Hmm. When you've tried all your best. Hmm. Okay. When you've tried oh. everything you can. And you've moved the child from point E to point C. C. But you discover okay. the child is not going to point A that you want everyone to go to. Hmm. I wouldn't say you failed as a teacher. Okay, alright. Uh, let, let me let, let me break it there. Now it's very hard to quickly look at it, look at us, and say we are doing our best. It's easier to say, "Oh goodness, I have done all, I have done everything. I've, I've tried to push this child." Now, this child was. Let me use the word. I don't like using it. It was practically very bad in my subject, and it was pretty bad in in some subject also. So when anytime we do academic review, where we look at the students' performance. His name is always popping up. Now, one day I closed up with him and I'm like, hey, young man, um, you're not doing well in my subject. Can you let me know the reason why you're not doing well in my subject? And, the re um, and how may I help you to get better in the subject? Guess what this child mentioned to me or what the child told me back then? What did he the say? Child, <laughs> the child say, hey, I hate school. Wow. And I am not going to like your subject and any other subject other than if my, if my parent allow me to do DJ. Yeah. Yes, children can be that oh. way. And I'm like, oh, okay, mm, you want to be a DJ? So you know what? Can you show me the things you've been doing with DJ and um, with music production? Let me see what you've been doing with this thing you say you really want to do. So... If you can't be feeling everything, let's even see what you've been doing with this. And guess what? The child came up, came with his laptop and he showed me the number of beats he has done. And yeah. I'm like, okay, mm, amazing. I have, um, let's say, little knowledge in music also. 
so I understand a little music. Okay, I used to be a voice coach. So at that point we started and um, he made a beat and I laid my voice on that stuff and he brought it back and like, hey, Mr. Wally, hey, come and see, come and hear you. And wow. believe me, I heard myself and I'm like, is this me? And like, you yeah. know what? You know what? So that's um, actually getting what mm-hmm. he likes, making use of his interest into whatever you want to teach him exactly exactly i had a mentor tell a story about a child who does not pay attention in class also and doesn't follow the class so what she had to do was find out what he liked and he loved football so what she did was bring in football into all the classes she wanted to teach she had to find out his best football team and how she could oh join what who is playing this ball right now um if so so person passes this ball to this person and he scores a goal and so so person scores another goal how many goals would we have oh we have seven goals we have five goals so that made the year one child develop interest in class because she fused in what he loved with what she was teaching both in mathematics and english so i think that's what you meant when you were talking about that exactly exactly so this is where we as teachers ought not to be tired however i sympathize with teachers in this part of the world Mm -hmm. i sympathize would you say in just this part of the world what about the u.s okay let me put it this way you know that most teachers right now both the ones in the u.s and the uk Mm, they're looking mm, for how to get to the middle east because mm, it's better for teachers there okay now um miss miss tola the question i always ask is how did we get here so i think that question is going to be for another episode which i am going to invite you for how okay. did we get here as how teachers? did we get how here? did we okay. get here that is going to be a topic i will personally invite you for now from all i have gathered right now is when you feel as a teacher is when a child is not getting what the child needs in your class exactly that is it and for me i think it's not just academically it's morally mm. also. Mm. Yes, that encompasses it all. So for you as a, for us as a teacher, we are not, that's why I said that we are wearing so many hats, so many. We are not just the, the classroom teachers. We are the mentors. We are, we are somehow, we've even taken up the job of a parent. Yes, that's true. And trust me, that is where I also that is where we also need need to strike a balance that is where we also need to strike a balance let me go back again into the word of god if you remember the story of eli and his children now in many of my teachings so to speak i've had conversation with teachers and trust me i could say that a lot of teachers are failing in parenting that yes. is true. So if I have tried to say, oh, wow, if some if some child co- come around and say, you're an amazing teacher, I love you, you've impacted me so much. And my own children say, hey, you are, you are a worse parent. Trust me, I think also I've failed as a teacher. That's true. I have failed as a teacher because we must also learn to balance. Me being in the classroom and me being outside of the classroom, 
how do I take all of this together? Yeah, this is our profession. But we must also remember that God has also called us into a higher profession, which is also tendering to our own kids or our own children. So if you as a teacher, you are failing in parenting, trust me, you are filled the most. Wow. You are filled the most. That is one thing we need to think about. And mm. what you say is the truth because I usually ask people when they tell me this child is a child of a teacher, but this child is not doing well in school. This child is not doing well behaviorally. I would ask, are you sure the mother is a teacher? Are you sure the father is a teacher? But what you just said right now makes so much sense. We also, we need to draw the balance. So there are many times I've felt, I felt that, hey, I have not done very well. As a teacher, you know, in those parts where I felt like, oh, I should have done better, I quickly go back and try to cover up the gap. But we must also understand that the the 21st century teaching is not just about teaching mathematics, teaching English, teaching French, or whichever subject you're teaching. It's about administration, administering to the child's need. Oh, you're passing on my subject. You're becoming a professional. Good. That's amazing. However, we must also be able to say, hey, as much as have I, have I been able to impact you in the best way I should? And, and I think that is, that is it for teachers in the 21st century, Ms. Toller. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you very much for having this discussion with me. It is insightful. And I wish we could continue. But time is not on our side. And I said I was going to invite you for another topic very soon. Because you just raised a very serious topic. Which we'll, which we'll have to talk about. And it is an honor having you here. Thank you very much for coming thank you very thank much. you very much Ms. Tola. it's an honor being on your podcast also so thank you you're doing an amazing thank job you. uh god bless you